Hey everybody, how's it going? Welcome to the Mike Grab Weekly Podcast for uh, October 13th, 2017, episode 20. <laughs> Got my bloody orders mixed up then. Uh, Jesus Christ, episode 20, I've almost been doing this for half a year, that's crazy man. And I like to think that I've, uh, in the process of starting this, first of all I like to think that I got a bit better at it. I said as I paused there, I just wanted to make sure that I, I had my microphone turned up. I like to think I've got a bit better at this, obviously, first of all, speaking, and actually being an enter- quote-unquote entertainer in the sense that, you know, you want people to actually enjoy the content, and if it's not entertaining or it doesn't actually do something for someone, then there's no point in continuing to do it, but I like to think it does, and it's nice to know that there's some people that are enjoying it, so I do appreciate that very much, so as always, thank you for listening, Um, and I think that it's, I was talking to a friend about this today, I'll get into that in a sec, but I think it's kind of made me a bit more accountable for my own actions as well, because I have to talk about what I've done, you know, and I talk about what I want to do, and it's puts me in this situation where every week I have to speak about what I've been up to and what I'm going to do and all this stuff so I can't not stay true to what I intend to do for the most part anyway you know there's always going to be things how I say oh I might do this on the weekend if I if I can and sometimes you're not going to be able to but yeah that's just life Yeah, I was talking to a friend earlier today because one of my uh, greatest friends, uh, especially in high school, her and I caught up today, had a proper catch-up for the first time in a very long time, which is awesome because um, she's one of these people that were... We would always see each other at the pubs more than anything else over this year. Like, we just... It's she's one of these people that, um, you know, our lives just kind of went in different directions. She, her and her boyfriend moved out and all this. Like they moved far away, I should say. And for us, far away <laughs> is like forty-five minutes away. Whereas when, um, she used to live in the valley, we're like ten minutes away from each other. Is a lot more simple. Just it's strange how just such a little bit more distance can just do that sometimes. Um. Yeah, so then the only times we'd see each other would be in the social situations like being at the pubs or something like that, which was always good, don't get me wrong, but sometimes you just want to sit down and have a chat to someone and be sober and talk to them, which is nice, considering the last time I saw her was uh, Gourmet Weekend, which I was talking about a few months, a few months ago, a few weeks ago, sorry, <laughs> and we, her and I were both in estate then. But yeah, it was nice to catch up, actually, you know, see what I've missed out on, what we've both kind of missed out on over the past couple of months, and it's nice to know that there's nothing lost there, if that makes sense. I'm quite fortunate in the sense that a lot of people that I'm friends with, um, even if I've lost a 
I don't like to say lost contact because that almost makes it sound like you never ever speak. But even though I'm not in contact with them as much as I'd like to be, or I don't interact with them as much as I'd like to, is what I should say. I'm very fortunate that with so many of them, when I see them, it's like nothing. Like it, it it's like I'd seen them yesterday. It's so awesome. I'm very fortunate to have very good friends. And I'm trying to do my best these days to show my appreciation towards that. Um, which I'll get into a bit later, uh, um, I'm sure. Uh, but yeah, it was great to catch up with her. And we went to uh, this place down the street of Sananda called Zed Bar. Like, just the letter Z. Um, never Had never been to it before. And we were speaking to each other about how we kind of need to explore, like both of us need to make more of an effort to kind of explore um, the area that we live in. Because there might be some hidden gems here and there that you don't really know anything about. or And you spend your whole time complaining about stuff, how there's never anything on, but you only ever go to the same place. So nothing's ever going to change. So, uh, so we kind of almost had the idea of, yeah, we'll go somewhere different. And we did. It was really nice. It was nice to just sit down and it was weird being in a wine bar. I felt very fancy, a lot more fancy than I am sitting there with this fucking glass of red wine, wearing fucking boots. Oh, I love wearing boots though. Don't get me wrong. I don't know why I chose to add that. That that for some reason that sells the image, I guess. Um Yeah, sitting there swirling a glass of red wine drinking and talking about just I don't know. I was gonna say horrific shit, but not really. <laughs> just what you talk about with some of your best friends. I've just never felt like I was a very fancy person. Cause I'm not, which is a, I always think might be a bit of a bummer, but at the same time, is it, all right, I'm going to go off on a tangent on a theory here. Is it possible that some people that are more quote unquote fancy restrict their lives in a manner that doesn't allow them as much freedom to express themselves because that way they might lose that kind of social status that they have as being quote-unquote fancy and, like, not being worthy of wherever they are. Now, that might be absolutely just the ramblings of an idiot, which it most definitely is, but it's just something I thought I'd talk about just because it had me thinking then. I don't know. But I think if you can identify a little bit more as to what kind of venue you sit best in, in the sense that I'm not going to go to the opera, let's say, but I will go to uh, a concert. So I'm not going to go to a five-star restaurant or whatever, but I will go to a wine bar. Like you almost, you reach like a compromise. 
where you do something a bit more than you might normally do, where where you're making the effort and doing something nice, but you're still kind of doing something within your own means. Because although I do want to get out of my comfort zone, it's <laughs> it's like a slow process to get out of it. Because I don't want to completely just dive in the deep end on some things and be in this situation where you just get all anxious and you're like, I don't belong here. Everyone knows it. i got to get the fuck out. <laughs> but yeah, I do need to try new venues. Um, I actually did that uh, this weekend. Uh, sorry, last weekend. The weekend that's just gone. <clears throat> Goddamn hiccups. Okay, they're gone. Yeah, my buddy Jack and I, um, we went to town on the weekend, uh, which was awesome because it was a kind of spontaneous idea Give for us, especially for me anyway, because um, I'm a person that likes to, I very much like to plan things out in the sense that if I'm going to go to town, I'll plan it like a month in advance. I don't know why, it's just what I tend to do. Um, so him and I were planning to go next Friday on the 20th, uh, after we see Chris D'Elia, because him and I are both going to that, which I really cannot wait for. That's going to be an awesome show. Him and I were planning to go after that. Um, but I guess he was just too damn keen. (laughs) And he, uh, messaged me about earlier in the week and just said, hey man, do you want to do town this weekend instead? And I was just like, that could be dangerous. I'm in. And it was great. Like, it was a bit... The only thing that's annoying when uh, you have a shorter amount of time is trying to find a decent hotel. Just because a lot of places were booked and I was like, shit. Is this going to happen now? But no, we were good. We found a pretty decent hotel. And it was in a really good location. Uh, we stayed at the Ibis Hotel, the Bin Chicken Hotel itself. And I actually know what the Bin Chicken thing is now. Uh, I spent months, literal months, seeing this meme everywhere over Bin Chicken. Like, why is everyone calling the Ibis Bin Chicken? And I just never, I, I never had the thought to like, maybe I should just Google it or I should YouTube it. But I don't know. It's just one of those things I kind of wrote off as I, as I read it. But, yeah, there's a cool cool hotel. It's worth checking out if you want to stay there. What am I doing fucking free advertising for him? Give me money, Ibis Hotel, now that I've said that, please. Um, but, yeah, I was there. Uh, we went there and had some drinks before. Did you do your bloody pre-drinks, you know? Um, and Jack's friend Joel came and hung out with us for a bit, and then the three of us... Went and hit the town. We went to uh, this thing called Taking Back Saturday. Or Saturdays. Uh, I don't even... Man, I'm so old right now just saying that. Not even knowing which one it is. Because if you like to add an S on something and that doesn't... And there's not meant to be an S on it, it makes you sound so much older. On the Twitters. Um, on the Facebooks. <laughs> Where they had this uh, pop punk slash emo night that sounded right up our alley. So we're like, yeah, cool, let's go check that out. That might be like how this old 
uh, nightclub Black Market used to be, where all the alternative people would go hang out. They'd play Fallout Boy, they'd play Blink, but you'd also get, you know, you'd also get a few bangers here and there. Shake It Off would come on, and I was not ashamed to go dance to that. But I don't want to write off the experience that I had at Taking Back Saturday just off. Uh, like I don't want to write off the whole thing just off that one experience, but I wasn't a huge fan of it. Like, the venue was kind of small. It was a bit too crowded, and I just... Because it's a comedy bar, like, it's set... Like, they have it at the Rhino Room in Adelaide, which is a comedy bar. Um, It was just a bit cramped, and it wasn't lit very well. I, I just didn't seem logistically very good, but... I'll have to go there again some other day when it's a bit more um, of a party vibe, I guess, so I can get the good, ex- uh, better experience of it. Then we, um, so we had a drink or two there. Then we walked to this place called the Austral, uh, which is on Rundle Street, I believe. I don't know. It's, uh, it's, um, yeah, it's around the Rundle Street east side, I think. I'm trying to. I'm looking at. <laughs> I'm mentally mapping out Adelaide. It is on the east side, I believe. Um, that was okay. It's. I became very aware of the fact that there are some places that you walk past them, and just because there's a lot of people there doesn't mean it's decent. And then I was made aware by a lot of people afterwards that some places you go to in the day, and they're fucking great. And some places you go to at night, <coughs> like at the same place, and they're dead, and vice versa. We went there, and it was night, and it was quite dead, but bloody Jack shouted us a jug of beer, so we had to drink that. And then we made our way to uh, this place on Hindley Street called Rocket. And Rocket is a great venue. I'd highly recommend going there, because they have a rooftop bar which you have to wait, we had to wait in line for anyway, uh, for a little bit. But then once we got up there, it was awesome. We saw a bunch of people from the area we're from, just had a nice hangout, Good, had some good chats. You know, the, It's a perfect setting coming into spring slash summer because you can be up, you know, in the outdoors and you're not going to get rained on. There's nice music, like music playing, but you don't have to scream over it to speak to each other and there's like a little bit of an area there that I think that people were dancing around at and stuff but it's a very uh friendly atmosphere is what I found and it was cool because like we there was this group of girls that we were talking to and stuff and it's like nice to know that uh, we've still got the knack I suppose so I think I'm definitely gonna uh if Jack and I do make our way there next week, if we decide to go out afterwards, I think we're definitely going to end up there again, which I'm not mad at. They have a great bar there. And um, one of the guys that was taking photos there is a guy that I used to hang out with a little bit back in the day too. So it's really cool to see old friends here and there, especially when you're not expecting it. Uh, so, Jesus Christ. I've gone for 15 minutes. I'm always super impressed with how well I can bullshit sometimes. Now, is that a good thing or a bad thing? I don't know, man. Um, man, I've just completely fucking stumped myself with that. 
Uh, what else did I get up to this week? This week hasn't been super busy for me, to be honest. That was the busiest part, because then the Sunday, uh, we just drove back home, just hung out a little bit. And then Monday, had jiu-jitsu. Tuesday, can't remember what I did, to be honest. Uh, Wednesday, jiu-jitsu. Thursday, catching up with my friend. And then, oh yeah, then I caught up with my other fr- with another friend after that and had dinner with her. And then just um, having to... And I was looking through her book collection because um, her birthday is next week, so I have to try to find... Because uh, she wants a book, and I was like, I have to find a decent book to buy you that I know you'll like, that I know you don't have. When someone has a lot of books, oh, that can be very painful. <laughs> so, I'll get there eventually. I'll find the right one, but lordy, it's going to take a little bit of time, but oh, shit happens. Um, oh, this week as well, I've been trying to be a bit more musical in in that I'm trying to write a bit more, like to actually take time to sit down with my guitar or with something I can do some rhythm on and actually come up with something musical. And I'm thinking I'm going to try to do that with lyrics too, but that that's a little bit out of my wheelhouse, so that's not top of the list, but I'm definitely trying to get into being a bit more of a better musician because I'm trying to expand my um my palette should I guess I should say, to something that I'm normally not super comfortable playing. Because I'm trying to do something that's a bit more kind of heavy blues oriented, whereas I've always done kind of hardcore slash metalcore. So that's, a, for me, that's quite a big transition. So, I'm, But I'm I'm happy with it because it's, um, like, I heard a great Rogan quote the other day. It's like, I so very badly paraphrasing, but it was roughly along the lines of... Um, the fact that I do things that make me uncomfortable is what makes me a better person, is what helps me get better. It's like, if I put myself in a situation that causes me to make music that I am that I feel like I would be uncomfortable making, I'm going to get better as a musician. And it's a genre of music that I'm a big fan of as it is, so I don't think I can go wrong unless I make make terrible music of course but then that's a learning experience so there's always ways you can look at it from the positive I don't think there's anything negative that I'm going to take away from that to be honest and it makes me kind of broaden my horizons as to what I listen to as well which is really awesome because you know I, I need I always I'm going to need albums to recommend so though I might even end up having some some stuff that's like not hardcore on this which would be a which would be quite a day <laughs> if that ever happens. Um, I do find, though, that over the years, as I get... Well, that's what happens over the years. You get older. <laughs> I was just about to say, as I get older, um, my tastes in music, like, they stay the same, but they also evolve in that I still really love heavy music and everything, but... I find that on the heavy spectrum, I keep listening to more and more intense stuff. Like, I keep going to the stuff that pushes the boundaries on that. But also, 
I'm listening to like regular um kind of dancier kind of music that's kind of more I inst- well it's like instead of heavy let's say more light music I'm leaning towards more that kind of spectrum too like a great example is I'll listen to a lot of like cattle decapitation who are a really intense death metal band but then I'll listen and then I've been listening to Post Malone who's super talented and a great musician himself who's been blowing up lately which is cool it's always nice to see someone deserving of it and I I found that that's the case that's been the case for me really over many many years because for the longest time when I was into heavy music I was just this elitist well just an elitist dickhead really like, it has to be metal, it has to be screaming, man. If it doesn't sound like this, if it doesn't sound like that, then I don't want to hear it. And it's like, man, I just had a lot of anger issues when you look back at it. Like, it's like when you look back, I was thinking about this the other day. It's like when you mentally look back at um how you were with some people. And then you're like, oh, I was the one in the wrong. And then it's just like, well, what happens then? So I'm trying to do this thing where I take responsibility now for things that I was wrong about in the past and accept the fact that it was my fault. And if I can, if it was something that I think might have had an impact on the person or whatever, I'm going to uh, actually make the effort to say to them, like um, how a few podcasts ago, uh, here we go. I'm going to fucking bear it all. A few podcasts ago when I said that I was feeling like a passenger, to be blunt, it was because um, there was, like, I had a situation going on with this girl and it just kind of fucked up and I felt really sad about it. I was feeling sorry for myself. Looking back on it, like, nothing bad between her and I happened or anything. Don't get me wrong, but looking back on it, I was definitely the reason that it didn't work. And I can accept that now when I look back at it, but I don't think that I wanted to accept it then and I just wanted to kind of mope and just be sad about it and just feel sorry for myself. So I need to... So I... I, um, I took responsibility for it and said, look, I need to look at that part of myself... I need to not do that. I need to, I guess, be more mature about the situation that I might end up in one day and then recognize any behaviors that might lead to that and then just damp them out, basically. I felt really awkward, though, because I actually spoke to her in person the other day and I really meant to... uh, After I saw her, I was like, man, I really should have apologized for it then. And then... I thought, well, I might as well, um, later that night, I thought, well, I might as well just text it to her now. And then I texted, like, a big apology, just saying, look, I'm sorry that I might have put any excess stress on you, all this, all that. And then hope, it's one of those things that sometimes when, because I'd just come out of um, having a really great workout, I felt great. So you've got that real, like, post-workout euphoria when everything in the world feels awesome. So you're like, I could do anything right now. 
and I'd feel really just calm and zen about doing it. And then I sent that, and I'm happy I did, don't get me wrong. But all I could think was when I kind of came back to normal and I was just relaxing, I was like, shit, that might have been a bit out of the blue. Whoops. But I'd rather... Because it's nothing negative that I'm saying to someone, I, 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 taking responsibility for something that's your own fault can never be negative. I, unless, you know, it's something huge. But in a situation like that, it can't be negative. It can only force me into better habits of keeping myself accountable for things. Like, I've thought of doing a few more things that will keep me accountable, like, um, to help me kind of limit all the junk in my life. I've thought about doing uh, a schedule for the day. Like, if I can find a cool app for it on my phone, I might do that. Or uh, just physically just carry around, like, a notebook or something that kind of just has a schedule for the day. And then in that, I might write what I eat. I write, might write workouts and stuff in there. Just something to help me keep me on keep on track but at the same time it's this tangible thing I can look at and say yes I did this today I've done that today I need to work on this I need to work on that I I think it could definitely be um a solid idea I just need to I'm going to try to find an app for it just because it's more convenient to carry something like that on your phone rather than have another thing that I carry on myself on my person Um, but I think it could be good because I do this thing sometimes when I have, um, when I'm relaxing or whatever, that I'll kind of go down the rabbit hole on the internet and before you know it, you're staying up till about two, three in the morning and you've wasted your whole night and you're not going to get a good night's sleep and all that. Yeah. So I think it can help with the discipline of that. But I think I will, yeah, try to find something on the app first on the app store first that might help with that because <laughs> I don't want to be that guy with all this shit in his pockets. Like I was talking to my buddy. Uh, I was talking to Jack. Sorry. Sometimes when I <laughs> I would say like I was talking to my buddy and I was like, hang on, I can say his name on this. I was talking to Jack on the weekend as we were walking uh, to our hotel and uh, I might spark a, great, spark a great debate here between whoever I say this to. Um, talking about the fact that he carries his wallet in his back pocket, which to me, I don't get because I've always been a front pocket wallet dude. And my conclusion to that is that it's such a dad move to keep your wallet in your back pocket because you'd fucking rather sit on it than be comfortable. It's so bizarre. And I just, I just, I was genuinely perplexed after I, s- I heard him say it. I was like, dude, you're fucking 24. Oh, my God. It it genuinely blew my mind. Like, <laughs> we were discussing it, and we're walking through Rundle Mall, and I bump, and I, we actually bumped into a friend of mine, and the first thing that I asked him was, hey, man, do you keep your wallet in your front or your back pocket? And he goes, front? And I've turned to him and go, I fucking told you, you're a, you're a dad. Such a dad move. Oh, <laughs> there's a little rant there. Uh, but it is. It's a total dad move. Which, like, that's not a bad thing, but it's just certain behaviors like that that make you think that's such 
a this move. It's such a that move. Lordy. Okay, I'm closing in on 30 minutes now, so I think I'm going to start wrapping it up. So I'll get into my album of the week. All right, my album of the week is from a band called Good Tiger. The album is called A Head Full of Moonlight. And it comes, and it's on a... I'm just looking at the stats for it now, because... Normally when I look at uh, music stats, I'll go to the Wikipedia page. But Good Tiger do not actually have a Wikipedia page. So, I just need to quickly check. <laughs> but this is a really cool album. It's very, it's got um, kind of periphery vibes to it. Which I've been listening to a lot of periphery lately, so I'm not mad at that at all. I can always uh, do that. And... They actually have a new album coming out soon as well. There's a single for this out, which is cool. Um, so yeah, Good Tiger. That's all singing, I believe. Um, yeah, it's all singing. It's kind of more alternative metal. Uh, and it came out on Metal Blade Records. And I'm just going to quickly click this link. How many songs do we have? Nine songs. For some reason, I wanted to say 11 songs, but I had to go and double check. Sorry. Yeah, so we got 11... Uh, fuck. Moron. Nine songs on here. If I had to pick one, uh, I'd probably go with Aspirations, just because that's going to be the easiest one you can find on YouTube. And, it's, so yeah, they're a really cool band. They've got all these different kind of... um inspirations to their music. There's a lot of jazz kind of feels, but then there's a lot of heavy kind of feels to it. It's uh it's an it's a really cool journey that they can kind of take you on and it's great because I could show this to someone who's not into super heavy music because they don't like screams, but I can show them this and say, This is what you can do with heavy music. So I that they might be one of those bands that might be good to kind of get someone in into something heavier. So I'm going to start wrapping it up then. Um, what am I going to do this weekend? Uh, this weekend, uh, on Saturday, I'm not too sure. Might try to write some more music and just kind of decompress a little bit. Uh, but Sunday, I'm very excited for. We have a, uh, where I learned jiu-jitsu, we have our head-head coach coming down to do a seminar, which is awesome. Seminars are always so fun to do and it, I love to, you know, learn as much as I can. So I can't wait for that. That's going to be a lot of fun. And then immediately after that, I'm going to drive into Adelaide because there's um, a local MMA event, the Diamondback Fighting Championship. Uh, it'll be the fourth one they've done. And I actually spoke about the third one they did uh, a few podcasts ago. So it'll be it'll be like I'm going around doing circles next week when I talk about it again. Hopefully it's as good as it was last time because it was really cool last time. I'm hoping to get to see a lot of cool performances. It's always cool to see um it's always cool to see uh like Australian representatives of a sport that's so big now. Like mixed martial arts is so big with the UFC and stuff like that that it's great to see where um Australian standards might lie in that like when you watch 
like the Premier League, it's cool to watch that. But then you watch the A League, and you're like, man, it's nice to have our, it's nice to have our own here, even though it's not to the same quality. But hey, it'll get there. It might get there one day. You never know. The only way you know is if you keep working at it and you keep yourself in the uncomfortable zone. Boom. Full circle. I'm going to end it on that note because I feel good about that. (laughs) All right, I'll talk to you next week, guys. Have a great week.